We haven't done this in so long. I know the last time we podcasted, I had brown hair. How do you feel with your new blonde hair? I, I, they say blondes have more fun, and I have not found that to be the case. <laughs> You're not having a wild time somewhere in the city, baby. No, if anything, like once I dyed my hair, I was like, I'm just going to stay inside. <laughs> You need to, you need to like embrace the sunshine, you know? I want to. You need to be able like, like, be like, I'm a surfer boy, you know? <laughs> I should start surfing. <laughs> just like make a decision. <laughs> like, I'm actually going to start surfing today. I, be I think it's hard. I like tried to learn how to surf. We talked about this. Did I? Yeah. On fucking um, airborne. <laughs> oh, probably. Surfing is hard. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it like, I, it, it, it requires like an upper body strength that I don't sure. have. I've uh I tried to skateboard when I was younger. I skateboarded. I was cool. Um I couldn't I I could barely move. You couldn't crack it? Nope. I'm sorry. Gave it up. Okay, this is jacking off with Rebecca. Yeah, and well, Richie. I was wondering if the theme song was going to I don't know. Should I, wait. Okay, no. Wait. We need to hook this episode. How can we hook this episode? We're talking to Chris Farron. We're talking to Chris Farron today because he's a rock star. This movie we get. And we this movie has rock and roll in it. In it for But it certainly does not rock. Uh, and it, we're talking about Biodome and let's see if I can remember which button is our intro. This one? Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Me too. What the hell? I'm really dreading talking about this movie. I don't think anybody should talk about this movie. I just feel like I don't want to. <laughs> the worst the worst news about this movie is, is that is that when I watched it, uh-huh, it was like over a month ago. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, for this episode, I had to rewatch it. No, I told you you were going like too far in advance. Like well, I, I didn't saw- know, I didn't know how long it was going to be before we recorded. I know. Well, now I quit my job so we can record whenever. Perfect. I feel like, I feel like me quitting my job is going to give, uh, it's going to be good for the podcast. We <laughs> <laughs> um, really researched. Yeah, actually, I, I forgot to tell you, I got a job. You did get a job? I'm Polly Shore's assistant now. Shut up. <laughs> Do you know that I called my dad because I was like, so like, what am I going to do for this episode? <laughs> um, so I like called my dad because I had a vague, my Twitter friend, your dad. Yeah. Your Twitter friend, my father. Um, I had a vague memory of like my mom saying something about how my dad like auditioned to be like a VJ, like, like an MTV VJ. Mm-hmm. And I was like, is that fucking true? And Polly Shore, you know, famously the MTV guy. So I like called him. I was like, is this true? And he's like, no, I auditioned for remote control, which was like their game show thing. Mm. Um, and he got like to the second round, whatever. He did a joke about his name because his name is Jesus, is mm-hmm. Jesus, blah, blah, blah. It killed as far as sure. he said. Um, so that really gave me nothing. But then he did say that I have, he's like, I have met Polly Shore. So yeah. my dad has met Polly Shore. He came into the station. My dad works at a TV a news station. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and he said, you know, that he was just, the, you know, he was the weasel, you know, he was doing the thing and he was just being Pauly Shore. And, <sighs> and that, that story got me fucking nowhere either. Mm-hmm. So what a, what a nightmare. I mean, climate change. This is, a, this is a disaster. This is a disaster, I mean, Richie. That's what happens when Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. All right. <laughs> okay, we're talking Biodome. <laughs> we're talking 1996. Um, what a beautiful, rousing performance in this movie. What a what a way to follow up Dead Man Walking. <laughs> this is a this is a movie that when it started, I was like, Dead Man Walking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's try that one more time. Wait, this is a movie that. Oh no! I was, I thought I had a joke and then I didn't. Um, this is a movie that when uh, I yeah you go ahead and try uh, it. when I when I was watching it I was wishing I uh, would was hear this a, instead. Yeah. Wait, wait, when I when I was watching it, I would have rather have been a dead man walking. <laughs> I'm fucking kill myself. <laughs> We're talking biodome. We're talking biodome. One this- of can you name a more iconic duo? <laughs> Literally, uh, like, the poster of this movie makes me think, like, ooh, maybe this is going to be good. Yeah, the like, I'm going to have a fun time. Beginning credits with a cool song. That's like, ooh, I'm punk, it's punk, it's punk. What's the name of that song again? I don't know, but we can listen to it for a second. A Directional is what it's called. It's like, are you ready for this freaking movie? Because I don't think you are, because it's going to be punk. Very much like, are you even fucking ready for this? You're actually not. It's like an animated zine. Okay. Oh, it's his biodome, and it's got the earth. And it's like, oh, it's trippy and psychedelic. Yeah, and that's about as much as this I can take. This direction. Okay. Ooh. All right. How many um, fucking sound effects do you think are in this movie? Yeah, I didn't, you can't hear that when you watch it on your TV. The thing is, is if you, if, if this, it, it, it seems like if this movie has not, done a sound effect like like after 30 seconds like it'll it'll self-destruct it's like i need a which is kind of like this podcast hails to the (laughs) yells hails to the yells okay this is what the the seventh uh freaking jack black uh something like that and this movie uh you shouldn't watch but if you you decide to it yeah. is on Amazon Prime. If you have seen it, I'm sorry. And I'm mm. going to apologize. And I'm Rebecca, and that's Richie. And this I'm is a Richie. podcast about Jack Black. And what, can you off. believe it? And we're jacking off. Mm-hmm. I was not. I even forgot that I'm supposed to have a, an ow-ow horny moment of the week. I did not. You did it? Because <laughs> I was so... Here's the thing. The, the literal truth, and this is not being played for humor. Mm-hmm. Like, being played Seriously. for humor. This is very true. I smiled once in the duration of this film. Of course, it's when Jack is on screen, obviously. But I literally, I felt like I physically had an out-of-body thing where I was like, wow, my face has been a fucking statue, like stoned. Mm -hmm. It's not... And not stoned in the fun way, just stone-faced. It's definitely, like, the problem with this movie is that it's supposed to be a commentary on, like, how the world ended up, like in a global disaster and how like global warming is a problem. Is it really supposed to be that? Like, <laughs> think? like that's well, according to the wiki, this, this made me laugh so much. This made me laugh more than the movie okay. at all. The wiki says the film has themes of environmentalism mm-hmm. combined with drug use, 
sexual innuendo <laughs> and toilet humor. And toilet humor. <laughs> I should. I wish I had a, a toilet flushing um, mm-hmm. sound effect. Yeah. I'm sure Jack flushes the toilet at some point in one of his movies. We'll, we'll wait to we'll hear. We'll get that. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, this movie, there's another movie that I watched recently called Observe and Report. Oh, I loved that movie when it came out. I have not rewatched it in a long time, and um, I think I'd still like it. I really hated it. Oh, really? And I understand that it's like a comment. It's Seth Rogen. It's like a commentary mm-hmm. on like police. Uh, wait, brutality. what about the police? Hold on. It's a commentary on the police. We don't like it. We don't like the police. <laughs> like I could understand like that they were trying to be like, yeah, this is like all police. It's a really long sound effect. Yeah, it's the longest Sorry. flush in the world. I understand they're like, oh, all police are uh, like they abuse their power and yeah. they're sort of like fucked in the head, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can quote me on that. All police are <laughs> fucked in the head. They're <laughs> fucked in the head, man. <laughs> um, but like, it was just like, oh no, I'm like, I understand that's what you're doing, but I'm just watching a bad person be a bad person. Oh, <laughs> maybe I won't rewatch it. I mean, you might like, if you liked it the first time, I truly, I couldn't. I was a it. child when I saw it the first time, Somebody right? Compared it to, I don't know. Probably. Somebody compared it to Taxi Driver. No. Who's who? Uh, like who compared honestly, it? Honestly, like a good amount of people. If I no. go to the observe and report uh, letterbox, no, <laughs> don't do it, Richie. We can't. Should we start a, a letterbox? That's like the combined force. It's the, it's the podcast letterbox. We could do that. We should really not add more social medias because I'm already failing to do um, it. Well, but that, this movie is all about bad, bad guys. They're, well, the thing is, is this is very much of the moment of like slacker comedy and these two guys are fucking crazy mm-hmm. and they talking like all crazy and dead and blah. And it just, and here's the thing, like I feel as a person predisposed to like this type of shit, mm-hmm. you know, me, me, stupid 12 year old boy humor. Mm-hmm. Like I love it. Right. Like. It honestly, there were aspects of it, uh, aspects of it that reminded me of 2003's Grind, which is a skateboard movie. I mean, obviously cool. it came after, but there's like a character that's like very much Polly Shorey kind of. Mm-hmm. And um, so like, I know that I, lo- and I love Grind. I love Grind. Sure. So I know I love this shit, but this is also like, this is the point in which that is being way played out. Like it's not, it's not a no, thing anymore. It's not fun. And it's like, so dense i can't i'm like look i was watching and i was like what is this fucking script like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean i just looking upon my notes that i made the first (laughs) time i watched it yeah yeah like being like okay what did i think when i was watching this last time because again watched this movie twice i'm so sorry but i'm i honor your dedication um so first thing right away the vibe of this rules (laughs) drops off right away Uh, second global warming movie. Yeah, this is the second movie on climate uh, change is what I said. Then my ow, ow, horny moment of the uh, week is, of course, uh, Joey, Joey Lauren, Adams. Lauren Adams. Yeah. Uh, just her the whole she's movie. She's so hot. She's so hot, except for when she's wearing the kimono. But it's 1996. We yeah. got to have that appropriation, <laughs> you gotta, baby. You got to have it. I love her. Do you want to know what's so fucked up about me? Well, I think we, we touched upon this maybe in... um. Dead Man Walk-In, 
Um, I just love a Kevin Smith film. Yeah. <laughs> and I and listen, I love Chasing Amy and all of I, its, its problems. I liked Chasing Amy when I saw it mm. uh, back when I was like really diving into Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, also, like I tried to get all my friends to watch Clerks in high school and they were like cool. re- refused because you're it was like, hey, I'm a film guy. <laughs> but they refused because it was black and white. Oh my God. Which uh, says These, a lot about uh, them. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> sounds racist a little. No, I'm just <laughs> no, yeah, I do. I mean, I haven't really watched Chasing Amy in a minute. Actually, that's not true. I feel like I watched Chasing Amy like a couple years ago and I was like, yep, still, mm-hmm. still about it. I think Chasing Amy is in the Criterion Collection. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're all hot in it. Ben is hot. Mm. Um, freaking what's his name? Kevin. Ke- I love Kevin Lee. Mm. Kevin Lee. Oh, no. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Why did I say Kevin? Kevin um, Smith. That's why Jason Lee. Delicioso. I love it. Mm-hmm. And she's very hot and she's like, I <laughs> can't yeah. do her voice. My thing with her is uh, big daddy. That's disgusting. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I just don't like you here saying those words yeah, to me. It. I get it. Richie is the devil of the pod. Mm-hmm. Okay, should we explain what this fucking movie is? Do you have any way? It's about two slacker loser idiots. Polly Shore and Stephen Baldwin. Which, well, what even are their names? It's like <sighs> Bud McIntosh and um, Doyle. Um, another note I made about this movie is that it has big sexual assault energy. Yeah, no, honestly, I put that I was surprised that it took, you know, it waited till 22 minutes in to do some sexual assault. Mm-hmm. I was honestly shocked. Yep. It was like, I thought I would get it sooner, <laughs> but we do get before that some like, well, I don't know. I'm consider. I wonder if they're bisexual icons, but I'll get to that Maybe. after we explain, um, <laughs> what this movie they, is. Like. So, I, like I said, they're slacker loser idiots, but they're also like <laughs> the most popular people in the world. They just, they've got just the infectious energy. You want to be around it. You love yeah. it. Um, um, and they uh, get tricked by their girlfriends to go to a lake because they think that they're part of Their girlfriends with some who boys. are so hot. I the feel like this is people. a theme in the 90s is like disgusting loser men and they're insanely mm-hmm. hot girlfriends who are like oh babe I mean, i'm proud still of you happening. it's true look at you and melissa <laughs> <laughs> y'all that was a burn that was a fucking burn you got burnt bradley cooper style <laughs> my new joke is <laughs> burnt brad brad cooper style. why is it burnt brad cooper style because he was in a movie called burnt <laughs> okay uh you never heard of it no it was burnt it was toasty he's a chef and it got burnt i wish i knew one of the actors on burn notice so i could (laughs) pitch that uh miami Uh, show okay hell yeah hells to the yells i'm learning i'm learning which ones i think i think we need to give them a taste them hello listener um i'm gonna do a thing that i love to do with movies is before we even get into it just to get a sense of the because really there's no there's minus plot it's all character Mm -hmm. stuff which is usually i love Mm -hmm. i love a character piece sure um this is happens to be the worst shit um Mm -hmm. i like to do with movies is put name of movie funny moments (laughs) into youtube um so let's see if let's see what's happening here because i feel like we need to give the vibe of the dialogue and the and the icon iconic duo this is a highlight reel of biodome let's see what it has Welcome to the place I'm going to drain my lizard. <laughs> Viva, Viva Los Biodome. Biodome. 
tell me, have you ever dreamt of being famous? When I was a little kid, I wanted to be a rock star because I could do this with my finger. There we go, sound effect. <laughs> but as I got older, I realized that the reality of the corporate rock world sucked. And besides, you only knew one song. Iron Man, Iron Man does what Yeah, and that's really all that I can take for now. <laughs> I really just can't take any more of it, honestly. Um, the worst thing about, literally the worst thing about this movie is that every other character except for the main guy who's supposed to be the bad, like the main bad guy, the main scientist. The um, dollar store Noah Emmerich. That's sure. my thing. Uh, he kind of looks like Noah Emmerich. Uh, <laughs> look him okay. up. You'll, you'll, you'll know. You'll okay. know. Um, Americans. We got some American stands in here. Also, his name just happens to be Noah in the movie. Mm, so sure, I'm he like, does. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, what about uh, uh, Dime Store? Uh, Dime he's, store. Just, he's supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, he's like, really, he's science. like, he's really like, you know, I just like, wanna I want to do, do a science experiment. And then like these two guys come in, they start smoking cigarettes and like killing all the wildlife in this thing that he's been working for. Yeah. So, and then everybody and he has bad hair though. Everybody, but the like female scientists, Kylie Minogue and another hot woman. <laughs> I don't know her name. Right. Well, I know not everybody, but including the female oh, scientists okay. find them endearing. At some point. Except for Romulus. Romulus, the guy with his freaking butterflies and his bugs, which I did. That did, that was one moment that I was like, that's a little bit funny. Because um, <laughs> Doyle like kills a bug and then eats it. Classic, right? Mm -hmm. And then he, and then just in the background, he just goes, my bug. Because <laughs> he like <laughs> made the bug. Oh no, I don't want to give this movie anything, honestly. But I love a little bug humor. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so Biodome, these guys, they're slacker crazy. They have hot girlfriends that want us, that really care about in the environment. And they're like, boyfriends, come and help us clean up some stuff for the climate. And they purposely hurt Stephen Baldwin so that they can say they have an excuse. Yes, Doyle runs into, runs into a book and mm -hmm. gets, a, you know, and then it's like, oh, he has a concussion. He can't go. Mm -hmm. And then the girlfriend realizes that he has an imprint of the cover of the book on his forehead. Yep. And they're like, you boys, we're girlfriends goes, and we're nagging. Which does go to show you if you want to be concussed by a book, don't use a textured one. Don't use it. <laughs> cool. So I want to kill you for that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> uh, so then they're just like, we're going to have a fun time. Oh, no, no, no. Is it is it that they then call the girlfriends and the girlfriends are like, mm, we're going to make our boyfriends jealous because mm -hmm. we're going to tell them a lie about other guys yeah. trying to pick us up. They're like some other guys invited us to a party down by Freaking this Freaking kegger. Lake. And then they're like, no, we can't have them talk to other, other men. men. No. So they uh, get in the car mm -hmm. and um, they do, well, we're here. So I might as well. So this is a point where I put in my, my notes bisexual icons maybe probably not no i would say they're bisexual bisexual warning signs maybe <laughs> those are the our like, two our two like heroes the, the dark side of bisexuality i mean if it's representation it's representation <laughs> and we can't deny that mm -hmm. these are our heroes in the car they're driving well check out that mom man whoa must be the grand opening Biodome. <laughs> you think that means it goes both ways? 
I don't know, but we do. And they wag their tongues at each other like mm -hmm. they fucking kiss sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I guess this is a film for the LGBTQ community. <laughs> LGBTQ community stands biodome. How do you guys feel? <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great stuff. They loved. Oh, there's another moment where Stephen Baldwin is truly just chewing. There's some nice foot play of. He's um, Polly Shore is biting his toenails off, and so is Stephen Baldwin. Polly yeah. Shore's foot. So there's a lot of sexual energy in this film. Mm -hmm. But they go to this lake. They they don't go to the lake. No, they do go to the lake. It's just a it's oh a yeah. Empty they realize they've been beached, and, and they're like, wow, this used to be a lake. Global warming. Um, um, wait, this used to be a lake. Trent, say that again. This used to be a lake. <laughs> I'm just being inspired by the film, but not anymore. And whatever, they're going, and then Doyle just needs to pee. pee. So they stop by the mall called Biodome. They're like, this looks like a mall. Let's check it out. And it's the grand opening of the Biodome. And what mm -hmm. is the Biodome, Richie? It's a, it's an environmental uh, <laughs> okay. place. Okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, they have a bunch of different uh, sort of terrains okay so richie does not have a grasp life. on the um, science i no i'm just never really good at science so i'm smart <laughs> so the new brand actually the new journey of my character on the pod is that maybe i'm secretly smart <laughs> so the biodome they're like we're trashing this environment because of climate change so mm -hmm. let's do an experiment create a whole new world in a dome for a year and live mm -hmm. in it and and achieve homeostasis they are saying homeostasis all the time yeah, just like, so that they like, can say we have to get the homo back or whatever <laughs> the fuck because <laughs> it's an lgbtqa like, mm -hmm. icon iconic scenes iconic film anyways they go they go inside you're not well, supposed to they well first of all they distract a guard by throwing a firecracker which does seem like a true bomb and everyone cowers in fear mm -hmm. which is fun rightfully so in this day and age probably the most terrifying thing that could happen <laughs> at a public event yeah though this is pre-9-11 so mm -hmm. more if there's one thing times. you could say about biodome it's that it's pre-9-11 <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly when I look back at Biodome I'm like those were the days <laughs> Polly Shore in a movie and that's it, it I, one of my notes was it says a lot about the 90s that Polly Shore was famous yeah but this is definitely like the last time mm -hmm. that someone gives him a chance you know because he basically yeah. has like Encino Man hot Brendan Fraser mm -hmm. alert oh no Mm. Dead man walking. Nope. <laughs> nope. Which one is it? Which one are you looking for? He's the best. Love it. Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Brendan Fraser, come on. The Wait, have Jack Black and Brendan Fraser been in a movie together? Uh, <gasps> I need to know this immediately, Richie. Uh, one second. Um, Brendan Fraser and Jack Black have not been in a movie together. Now that's upsetting. They have a degree of two on the Oracle of Kevin Bacon website. Brennan oh, is that Fra like a six degrees of mm -hmm. Kevin? Yeah. That's how I went to check. Brennan Fraser is in Escape from Planet of the Earth with Sarah Jessica Parker, who's in Mars Attacks with Jack Black. Okay. Okay. And I, I feel like they should be friends, though, because they're, you know, peak around the same time, no? Mm -hmm. They're around. Uh, I would say 
uh, Brendan Fraser peaks right before earlier. Jack. Yeah, because obviously Encino Man. Okay, so I'm an idiot. No, so there's like Encino Man, there's freaking Son-in-Law or whatever, Jury Duty, and then this is kind of like, I think this is this is the movie that like really, um, you know, what's the, is the nail in the coffin of the Pauly Shore career, no? Um, it might be. Well, the thing with this movie is that it is, you know, has like the record of like a one on Metacritic and mm-hmm. like uh, like an eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Sure. Yeah. No, this is the last movie that he does. That's um, like a movie. Yeah. Well, I guess in 2000, he's in an extremely goofy movie. I guess that's his well, last. no, that's the thing. What a great performance in that film. Yeah, perfect. But that's also that's just the exact like the role perfect that he should movie. Be in. Yeah. He shouldn't be like an irredeemable asshole. I'm literally so mad. He should just so be spraying mad. cheese whiz on stuff. I'm honestly so mad that I didn't just like get to watch Extremely Goofy Movie <laughs> instead of this fucking movie. Yeah. Like, cause the whole time I was watching it, I was like, would rather be watching Extremely Goofy Movie, a perfect mm-hmm. film, you know? Yeah. Which I think I said on the last episode is a film that uh, Jack Black should have been in. Could have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. So these boys end up in the biodome and guess what? It's sealed and you're not supposed to open the biodome for a year mm-hmm. because then it'll fuck with the experiment. Mm-hmm. And Kylie Minogue is there and Kylie Minogue has said mm-hmm. that this is like the worst Her career decision yep. she's ever made. Yeah. Um, everybody, I think everyone generally disowns this movie mm-hmm. except for um, Stephen Baldwin who wants to do a sequel. And, should I should I save this for later? I have a really good quote about how um, God led him to Biodome. Because you know Stephen Baldwin's like a big, mm-hmm. you he's know. He's a trumper. Yeah, and he's also like, I'm obsessed with God. I want to friggin' eat his ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, should I read this right now or should I leave it? Uh, read I'll read it right, it right now. now. This is the thing I, f- I found through Nathan Rabin's, um, you know, AV Club guy. Uh, peace on biodome. This is a thing that Stephen Baldwin said. He said, I can honestly say that part of God's plan for my life was for me to ignore the advice of managers and make a movie that was universally panned by the critics. Yes, God wanted me to star in a film about two brainless slackers who spend their days watching television, making out with their girlfriends, and drinking large quantities of various substances. The film was brainless and pointless and hilarious, and God wanted me to make it. Mm. I didn't like that at the time. Making, making biodome played right into my usual let's have a good time attitude god had other plans i just didn't know it at the time mm-hmm. and he basically goes on to say that um you know critics and adults hated biodome but a lot yes. of kids loved biodome so he would he like almost exclusively got recognized for biodome and then would be able to like go up to children and be like but have you heard about jesus god. our yeah. savior mm-hmm. so um this was a part of all a part of the the plan. Yeah, the God's, plan. God's plan to spread yeah. the word of God through biodome. God's plan. God's plan. Remember that song? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Richie, take us away and the rest of the plot, <laughs> please, before I launch myself out of okay, the window. Okay, they're in biodome. They fuck everything. Biodome. Up. Biodome. Let's just keep saying it. <laughs> they're they're so fucking annoying. <laughs> they're Every, so annoying. Everybody in the dome hates them, but for some reason they become famous because of this. And they yeah, get it's like the whole public is rooting for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I that's literally like it's like forty minutes of this movie is just some fucking shit up in biodome. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, then they re- start to realize like that 
they're like bored they're and they want to leave. And they want to leave, and then um, they find out that like their girlfriends are going to like a college party or something. Yeah, yeah. They like. Well, they find the they they're like deserted. They're 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 put into the desert part of the biodome, mm-hmm. and there's a whole sequence that is supposed to be you know really funny about mm-hmm. they're like oh we're in the desert, mm-hmm. and then they just like find a key that opens a fucking window and like you know leave from it, and they call their like be, their friend Roach, mm-hmm. which yeah. that guy's been in a bunch of shit. It feels like it. Um and oh yeah. Bill, Bill Clinton's like brother in law <laughs> yeah. um, plays a guy who come who comes up to the girlfriends. This is really like what a fucking metaphor. Comes up to the girlfriends with a um, doily and bud, yeah, like doily and bud t shirt, you know, mm-hmm. and is like, "Are you guys the girlfriends of D- Bud and Doily?" And like makes her like doily. sign doily. No, it's Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> Doily's like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Doyle, I can't. They, there's so many names. He calls him Squirrel and calls him, I don't even know. Um, yeah, Roger Clinton is in it. He gets the uh, signed autographs from the girlfriends just because they are their girlfriends. And Roach lets him know, mm-hmm. the guy, their friends, mm-hmm. that there's some freaking kegger going off. But it's supposed to be a party to save the environment. Some dudes are like, we want to have sex with those women. So let's pretend to be into the environment. Classic stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Done that before. And that is where we get to Jack. That is where we get to Jack. And I'm actually, if there's one positive about me rewatching this movie, mm-hmm. it's that I got to watch Jack in Again. the background. You, Yeah, I saw, I watched that immediately mm-hmm. the first time. Like, um, I, that's the funniest fucking part of the whole entire movie. Like, not even just because we're in a Jack Black podcast. It's just objectively it's, the truth. And it's not just Jack. It's uh, him and Kyle as Tenacious D. They're billed as Tenacious D. This is the first time you see Tenacious D in a movie, which is why we had to cover it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we just gotta. Um, <clears throat> and it just kicks off with uh, Jack singing like a typical sort of like save the environment song. Which let's listen. Let's watch we this. Can just, let's listen to the whole thing. Well, because we listen to this and then I will tell you something else. Okay. (laughs) Are you ready for me to tell you something else after? Yes. So this is, let's give you a little bit of the first scene in which Tenacious D arrives. First you need the planet beneath your feet. Yes. You couldn't live an instant without that. Beautiful. Then you need the air. Hey, everybody turn. They're in a massage train. Please explain how drinking beer and playing hacky sack can help improve the environment. It's all about raising consciousness. Ow! It's a con- wait. It's a consciousness razor. <laughs> okay, our brains are poisoned. <laughs> Stand up and preach about it. Let me uh, open up your chakras, Monique. Uh, no thanks, Siddhartha. The fifth need is to save some trees. There he is. Don't say we didn't save some freaking trees. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that scream. And he's just like basically wild and in the background, Mm. he's throwing the guitar around. It's so funny. It's very clear he's not playing the song live. Yeah, like the first time you, because you hear it, but he is out of focus in the background, just, (laughs) you know, having a good time until his close up and they, and he does that little Mm -hmm. voice crack, raise some trees. Um, Literally the the first and only time I smiled in this movie or had like any 
noticeable reaction. Yeah. And it is really funny. It is. And he, he looks good. cute. He does. Jack is still looking cute. He always has. He always will. will. Except for in Waterworld. That's just, I can't, mm. I can't with that vibe. Dirty boy. Uh, Too dirty. I guess. Yeah, can't see his beautiful face. kind of <laughs> um, Should we, what was the thing that you wanted to Is it the same thing that you have? The interview? No. No. Well, the thing is, is so in this scene, he is singing a song about saving trees and the five things you need. This was fucking years later on a Tenacious D album. Oh, really? But like um, it was on uh, Rise of the Phoenix, which is, you know, forever later. And what is it like 2000 or something? I don't know. Um, and they they do like it's like a full length song. They don't they they, they change the lyric about um, trees, but mm. it's actually so good and funny. And should we listen to it? The yes, full please. song. It's good. So at least that's one good thing that came out of this. Yes. This one goes to all the disciples out there. Are you one? The I am. That we call life. You know, there's only five this needs. This album came out in 2012. 2012, yeah. And Kyle and I have compiled them and woven them Almost into songs. Almost 20 song. years later. A song we like to call Five, five needs. needs. First you need the planet, earth beneath your feet. Beautiful. You couldn't live an instant without, without that. <laughs> then you need the air. Oxygen to breathe You couldn't live five minutes without that Then you need the water Give us harmonies The icy cold waters Now you need some your world we hope that we rock your world the fifth need is to rock your world it comes before food it comes <laughs> it comes before food the need to rock your world <laughs> So that that's isn't that so good? Mm-hmm. I love it's it. Good. Also, that was just an iTunes pre-order bonus track. It wasn't even on the official album. And you know, that's the thing is like their minds. Do you mm-hmm. know? Like twenty years later, it's like, hey, we kind of had something funny going on in that biodome. <laughs> in that biodome, you know. Um, quick wrap up on the plot of this film. <laughs> they have they throw a freaking rager and the scientists yep. are like, oh no, what I've done. And then the girlfriends are like, what have you done? Do you remember about the environment? Mm-hmm. And they're like, wait, I'm remembering about the environment. And then they're like, we're going to finish the experiment. I will say that that party does look like a lot of fun. Oh, it looked great. It looked like a freaking crazy time. Oh, we forgot to even mention the sexual assault. You know how, isn't it fun that in my mind party is associated with a sexual assault? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't we love to be alive? Love it. Um, so the sexual assault comes <laughs> 22 minutes into the, Timestamp if into you want to forward do it. Yeah. 22 minutes into the film and, uh, it's the it's our iconic duo. They're like we don't have beds because they they put them in a in like a utility closet, which mm-hmm. is rude. Um, <laughs> and they're like, cool. So let's just go into. 
into the rooms where the beautiful women are sleeping and creep into their beds and, you know, cuddle and kiss them and truly grab their boobs and shit. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's what happens. And we're, yeah. and we're like, oh, this is sick, bro. This is so like- sick. Also, there, it, there does come a moment where I think this is after they decide, okay, we'll help finish this experiment, mm-hmm. um, which they do. Mm-hmm. They put on the song, and for some reason, the 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 investors or whatever are very mad about it. They're like, "Get out of oh, Biodome!" I think that they're just like, "Yeah, we've wasted enough of our money on this." So they're like, "We please won't. leave," and they're like, "No, it's an experiment. We should finish the experiment." And then they the like some like SWAT guy says like he he implies that they place a safety uh, the safety dance by Men Without Hats, which mm-hmm. is a fucking banger, mm-hmm. um, and as if it is torture and will make them leave. But then it, we just get a fun montage, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's them, re, you know, restoring balance. Homeostasis. We're achieving homo is mm-hmm. basically said a lot of times. That's, that's the one uh, joke. with the homo one in it. joke. <laughs> and there's one other one. What is it? Uh, it's later. It's with Joey Adams and uh, they she talks like the guys who are. Um, uh, who were fake about the environment so they could try to sleep with them. Oh, yeah. And she says, get away from us, you homos. Mm. And, and then her friend goes, sapiens. Yes. And, and she, goes, she goes, nice one. one. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it when people and are then, like, no, that was a stinger. What, what I thought was actually pretty cool is after she they do that huge burn, they cut to those guys and they both pull out guns and shoot themselves. <laughs> <in> the <head>. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, whoa, dark twist. Dark twist on Biodome. And then you see Satan grab their bodies yeah. and pull them down to hell. <laughs> because being gay is a sin. <laughs> <laughs> not what I was implying. But. <laughs> Listen, I thought I, mean, I don't need to be politically correct in the environment. Yes, yeah. Um, there's a great moment where, of course, and you're waiting for it. You're like, all right, when are these unbelievably attractive women gonna, you know, make out with these disgusting turd people? And yes, it does come. They mm-hmm. climb on top of them and they start like yeah. making out, and they're like, what? Yeah, the side. We have a girlfriend. Yeah, they're like. We wanted to wait till the last day to make out with you two disgusting people who we've hated for <laughs> yeah. 10 months. Yeah. Um, but it has to happen. You would love mm-hmm. to see it. Stephen Baldwin's tongue is large because yeah. there's like a moment where he like pulls like the girl off of him. Polly Shore like pull, pulls the girl off of him. He's like, we have girlfriends. Mm-hmm. And Stephen Baldwin's like still making out with like the air. And I noticed his tongue was very large and it did disturb me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a... He, Kiss is very bad in this movie. He's got on purpose. It's, yeah, it's an acting choice. But, yeah, um, um, but you know, God made him a really good kisser in real life. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, uh, another note I I have in my phone. Uh, I've got to assume there was quote unquote a lot of improv on set. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really carefree fr- set. You know, like we were all having a really good time rolling with mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. like and I and sometimes I'd be like doing a scene and then Polly would say something that. Uh, I, I was trying to keep it together because it was so funny. Yeah, you can actually see me uh, laughing in <laughs> some scenes. You know who's in this movie randomly? Rose McGowan. Yeah. Gowan. For um, two seconds. Who is bad now? She's, is she bad? She's like a turf, you know? Oh. Don't we love it? No. Um, uh, oh, there there is a moment before when, when they're in the, the biodome. Because they end up staying for the rest of the year. They like... Mm-hmm. you know, pass through the seasons where the, 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 the first hour of this movie takes place over a month. And then the last yeah. 10 minutes are 10 months. Yeah. It's really, um, 
it felt like four years of my life personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and I'll never get them back. Nope. But, uh, there is a making out through the glass, uh, scene that reminded me of a good old Blink-182 music video. Feeling this. Mm. Is it feeling this? No. Like you know, there's uh, that, that, um, no. that, that's that video where they're, they're like uh, schoolgirls making out through glass. Well, I've got a regret right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that I watched Biodome. Okay, Richie, it was feeling this. That made me laugh. <laughs> I hate that it did. Um, someone else that I do enjoy is in this movie is, uh, Taylor Negron. Yeah, rest in peace. That yeah, they were they did who did that really good piece on him? He's like this character actor that's been in like all you just know him, you know his face, mm-hmm. and he's playing like like uh, Joey Adams' stepdad. like stepdad, and mm-hmm. he's like, I know you want to fuck me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of wild. It is weird. I know him from Angels in the Outfield, and you probably do too. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's got a very mm-hmm. recognizable face. Um. Oh, yeah, I did write in the thing. If you want an actual timestamp, 58 minutes and 42 seconds in is where when I hear the beautiful dulcet tones of Jack and I finally wake up. <laughs> uh, um, I wrote uh, 58, 56. Jack, exclamation point, exclamation point. If this is it of him, I'm going to be so sad. And, <laughs> and, 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 and at the end of the movie, I wrote, okay, I am so sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I also wrote, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. Uh, am I kind of? Polly Shore. <laughs> I'm like, I'm crazy. <laughs> Wait, can we, should we perform some biodome quotes? <laughs> Just yeah. thinking of this right now. Yeah, sure. Okay. Now, but this is the real central question of the episode and of our lives. Who's Doyle? Who's, uh, who's Bud <laughs> of the two of us, of the um, two iconic duos? I don't know. I think, well, the narrative is that I'm stupid on the show. So sure. I think I might be Doyle yeah. because he's the real stupid one. I also did write down that. And he always needs to pee. And I feel like once I start, once I pee once during the day, I can't stop. Sure. <laughs> Breaking the seal. Um, exactly. Uh, I did write that Pauly Shore, unfortunately, looks like he could be related to me. <laughs> yeah. He's also 28 in this movie and he looks much older. Do you know what's, um, you know, something that I will admit to? Mm. Like... Have thought in my life, eh, I guess I'm a little attracted to Polly Shore. Sure. This movie took it away from me. Took no, it no, away no. from me. No, 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 no. I could not do it. I'm trying to look for a quote. I really started to hate Polly Shore once I heard his uh, Hollywood handbook episode. Oh, a cla- we should have had Hayes and Sean on the. Hayes, Sean, <laughs> hit us up. Send, send us a voicemail. <laughs> um,. I don't know. When I was like researching this uh, movie, it seemed a lot of people love the free mahi mahi, free mahi mahi quote. Oh, really? People like to just throw that somewhere. Um, oh, this movie does uh, even reference Bill Clinton. Uh, what is how that? funny. Russell, how how did you get a job? Fucking President Clinton. You had sex with C- President Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. It's fine. Um so they save the experiment, save the day. Yep, girlfriends. Girlfriends back together with them. Can't wait to jump their freaking bones. They saved. They saved the biodome, but can we save the Earth? And I guess that this movie is supposing yes, if we stop being fucking idiots and yeah. work hard, we could save the Earth, which yet, is good and true, but not what this movie uh, 
really says Posits. at all throughout the movie. And also, but but it's like it does make you think. What if if more people saw and enjoyed this film, would we even be dealing with climate change today? Mm. Would it have had an impact? That's true. <laughs> well, see, the people who saw this film and liked it are the people who would not understand mm. that it was a commentary on uh, global warming and climate change. I think we're, we're. Oh wait, I just remembered something. What? This is directed by Johnny uh, freaking or Jason Bloom. Guess what? Johnny freaking Jason Bloom. <laughs> Jack Black had previously attended UCLA with director Jason Bloom. Therefore, when Bloom was made director of 1996, Biodome, Black, and Gas were invited to perform a short song in the film. Very cool. The two wrote the song Five Needs, and this was their first on-screen appearance as Tenacious D. Jack Black, for not having graduated UCLA, has really got a lot of mm-hmm. mileage out of being a lot. People I knew. Yeah. You know? Um, it's not what you know, it's who you know. That's what they say. That's what they say in the business, in the freaking biz. Um, should we read this interview? Yeah. Okay, so there's an uh, an AV Club interview from 1999, uh, June 9th, 1999, which actually when I found this article, I think it was June 9th, June 9th 2019, yeah. so yeah. 20 year anniversary of this. Um, okay, so... Who's Kyle? Who's I am Jack. <laughs> Jack. Um, so this is this is a great little interview between the two and the the old onion guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the onion guy and Kyle, I guess. And your first widespread public appearance was in Biodome. Does that really count? Sure. They only showed us for a couple of seconds. Friends of mine have rented it just to see Tenacious D, so I think it would have to count for their sake. And you're Kyle. <laughs> I feel really bad for those people. Because they didn't get that much of the D. It was hard to compete with all the comedy in that movie. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And that's funny because they're making a joke because it's not funny. (laughs) Was there a lot of pressure on the set of Biodome to live up to the public's expectations of the next Pauly Shore movie? I've never seen a Pauly Shore movie. I haven't either. I'm completely out of the Pauly Shore loop. Except I sense that he sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Jack. Uh, He's so punk. <laughs> what's the one where he goes to the farm? Son-in-law. That looked really good. I think that's his best reviewed Pauly Shore movie. I auditioned for that one. <laughs> what's the one where he plays a juror? I think it's, uh, I don't remember. It's jury duty. I think they may have had a few OJ jokes in that, however. Yeah, they added them last minute. The end. The end. <laughs> So yeah, Jack Black so very clearly Jack Black didn't care. stating his distaste. This is for, the only like thing I could find that he like says anything about Biodome. Mm-hmm. There's really not much on this movie no. except for that it's just so even, bad and I like, want to kill myself. There's not even like a lot of notes in the production. Yeah, it's very strange. It's um, I you know I'm I feel bad that we made our guests watch this, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but we did. Yeah. Um and. What else? Fucking, I don't know. I mean, Tenacious D's around. Yeah, this, I think, sort of gets them more public exposure, and then that sort of gets them the HBO show. Which I'm excited. Wish we should do that next. Or, next? I don't know. No, no at some point. it's like two years after this. Okay. So it'll be a little bit. I think that, I'm sorry that I watched this. I'm sorry I watched it twice. Yeah, I think none of it is good except for Jack. 
what are five needs um, that, what are your five needs <laughs> um, for, for the good life? Uh, five needs for the good life. <laughs> <laughs> what else can we do? <laughs> My five needs for good life is, is uh, friends, Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, love, uh, uh beer, okay, uh, film, and uh, and uh, this podcast. <laughs> okay. And I'm gonna jump out the window. Teacher's, real quick. teacher's pet. Okay. I'm gonna fucking jump out the window. <laughs> like in like in the I think you should leave sketch. Teacher's pet. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, my five needs. Thank you for asking. What are your five needs? And this really <laughs> says a lot about like us and this podcast and our level of commitment because I mean the first need, <laughs> it's going to be Jack. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's yeah, Jack. It is Jack. Black. Second need, big old bowl of fettuccine Alfredo. I need it yeah. in my life. I need food. I want the, my third need. I got Jack. Jack is my heir. You know, fettuccine mm-hmm. Alfredo is my food. Sure. Um, my third need, I guess I need shelter. I guess I need a boyfriend who has a nice house. <laughs> 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 my fourth need, fame. <laughs> <laughs> my fifth sure. need to um, eternal sunshine, this movie out of my brain. <laughs> and I, yeah, I guess I don't need this podcast for cheese. Nope. That's okay. You said Jack. That's the same thing. Um, I was thinking of first, right? Because this is, do you have something where you were scrolling? No. Okay. I was thinking of first because this is the first time we see Tenacious D in a movie. Sure. Which, you know, like it or not, it's a landmark. First time he plays music in a movie. And he is wearing a bandana and a vest Mm -hmm. and a vest. Um, and I was like, all right, first, 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 first time. No. Not talking about virginity. First time writing a song. So Tenacious D, their first song that they wrote together was a very sincere song about, like Jack Black like wrote this song about getting dumped by his girlfriend. And they tried to write a song and then they were really embarrassed by it. And then we were like, okay, let's try it and do a fake funny song. And that's how they become funny and good. Mm -hmm. So I did a little digging because I needed to distract myself from Biodome. Okay. Um, and I found a little, I found a little clipo of them playing that first song at a show. Oh, should we listen to it? Yes, please. Some sincere Jack. Yes, please. Because I sincerely never want to think about Biodome again. <laughs> All right, it's called Melissa. I know her. Oh my God! And Richie's girlfriend's name is Melissa. <laughs> Melissa, please don't dump Bridgie. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> okay. Let's do this instead. The first song that Kyle and I ever wrote together, uh, I was just getting out of college like a million years ago. And uh, you were awfully, uh, awfully handsome back then. He was awfully handsome. I was uh, about fucking 10 years ago, and um, we hadn't written any songs together, so we didn't know that it was going to be funny stuff. And we, uh, and uh, I had just gotten dumped from a girl, Melissa, fucking broke my heart, two different pieces, fucking started dating her uh, poetry teacher, fucking crushed my the whole universe. 
And I came over to Kyle's pad, he was living on Spalding. And uh, I was like, man, let's fucking, I gotta fucking do a song about this thing. He fucking cranked out some chords. And it's not funny. And the thing is, that's why it's stinky. And uh, stinky. I don't know why we're gonna sing it, but it's uh, it's the first song we never performed it live. This first time. Okay. Sure. At one time I could advise, but now I'm lost in my own pain. The habits have captured me, and now it feels the rain. So easy to call you, so easy to die another death. Absence magnifies as well as it could and as well as it should. So let go from your eyes and I miss you. I'll never kiss you, never again. And I miss you. That's it. That's it. I don't remember the rest. It's nice, it was good. Yeah. right? Who would have fit in in the 90s? I know. Dying another death? That's what I felt like doing watching this movie. <laughs> Dying over and over again. Dead man walking. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dead man walking. Yes. <laughs> is it is it possible that the, that like literally the film in which we're talking about a guy on death row about to freaking get killed for having murdered and raped someone had more fun on that than <laughs> fucking watching Biodome? Maybe. I guess so. Well, Richie, do you have anything you want to say before we throw to our guest? Uh, no, I think we've really said it all. I mean, if I am genuinely interested, if you love Biodome, reach mm-hmm. out, tell us your memories. Your, I mean, I'm sure I could, I, I could say that if I was a child watching this, you know, and I was like, I'm scummy, mm-hmm. I'm a freaking horny as hell. The the second most liked comment on biodome in on letterbox is a four and a half star review from user rocco mm. and it just says nostalgia is a hell of a drug yeah and i have no nostalgia for this mm-hmm. absolutely not yep. um that's biodome i mean i think i think this might be hopefully this is like the rock bottom of our podcast you know what i mean like uh, and, it, and it comes early like I feel really so sucked of joy from this. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But it does, fe- it, it is giving us this episode in which we're trying it. We're trying something out. We're having fun. Every time we get a little musical jack, we'd like to, to go to our little resident rock star uh, corner and hopefully we'll have some uh, rock stars. If you're a rock star and you yeah, listen to the podcast and you have jack up, takes, hit us up. Hit us up. So we're going to talk to, the one and only um, born hot Chris Farron. Uh, he's going to call in. He's, we're going to talk Biodome and we'll see how that goes. One, two, three, four. Hello. 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 Hi, Chris. Hello. Oh, how okay, is everybody? Hi, it's Rebecca and Richie. <laughs> Hello. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Just I, I watched uh, Biodome at eight in the morning today. <laughs> What's so funny is that time to watch it. No, um, I didn't mention this like on the part we just recorded, but like I also watched Biodome at eight in the morning today. <laughs> it fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so 
I also just explained that I watched this movie like a month ago thinking we were going to record this episode much sooner than we did. So I had to rewatch it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> wow. Um, welcome to the podcast. Wait. OK, let me let me like introduce you. This is so funny. We've um, never met. <laughs> yeah, it's true. That's but we're friends true. on the Internet. So that's right. Yeah. So what more do you need? <laughs> no, basically, um, this is the podcast and. This is, we're, we're trying to do a little resident rock star moment. And guess what? We have a real rock star and his name is Chris Farron and he's born hot. Hi, Chris. Hell yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you for agreeing to do this for some reason. <laughs> oh yeah. It's any, really wild. Anything for attention. Really? <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, you're a musician. <laughs> tell, That's right. Tell the people, uh, how long have you been doing music? <laughs> Since you're a little baby? I've, I've been doing music since I was a little baby. I probably started actually being a, like a real regular musician when I was like 18 or 19. And I am cool. a, di- a different age now. <laughs> <laughs> and he is 22. <laughs> That's right. That's it's right. It's been a good four years. <laughs> how's, how's it been on the road? Wait, are you on tour right now? You're about to be on tour. I'm about to be on tour, but I'm at home right now. I'm just walking around my uh, mansion, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and, um, and the calls echoing off the walls, bouncing because oh, it's just yeah. so big. <laughs> yeah, cavernous, cavernous. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting ready to leave for tour. I'm, you know, I'm just scrambling to get all of my shit together. And uh, it was helpful to have something uh, to uh, have in the background. Not that I wasn't like, Super Listen, intently watching Biodome. You weren't like like inches from the screen, you know, like taking vigorous notes. I I I'm, I for sure was very focused on the uh, let's say eight seconds that Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, that brings me to ask. You know, I don't even think I even asked you this, <laughs> but like, what's your relationship with Jack Black? Yeah, how do you, you like Jack? him? What's going on? Let's see. You know, I I would say my main thing with Jack Black is that I loved that Tenacious D record whenever it came out, and I was whatever age I was. Hell yeah! Um, it's just it was just very funny, and I find myself uh, accidentally quoting it a lot in my Aww. life. Like, there's been times where I've been like, uh, like I probably haven't listened to that record in like ten years yeah <laughs> but uh there will be times in my life where i will say something and then and then i will be like that's from that tenacious c record <laughs> i think that's absolutely i mean like that's how i am with uh with like nacho libre that that's you know which obviously we can't really dip into that much but yeah, we because we got to save it but like there are right. so many things that i reference that i don't even at this point it's like a reflex like i don't process in my brain that i'm referencing yeah. nacho libre you know it's just a thing yeah, that happens. Absolutely. Yeah, I think uh, he is a he's a really funny guy. I think in general, like he's also like I don't know, he kind of uh, is like a benchmark for a different like a style of comedy that kind of started, I think, with him. Or if it didn't start with him, he definitely like mainstreamed it. You know? Yeah, totally. You're funny on it, Twitter and a musician. Why, um, why don't you? I mean, any any. I, 
any, any the, what, what? I'm Richie's just wondering what you're trying to say. No, no. I, I really, I really am too. No, no, you're like any, and do you have any uh, instinct to be like, what if I started like a real, like real joke band? I don't know. Like, have you ever written like with like the total intention to be funny only? Um, not like I, so my friend Jeff and I, we have a, uh, a, you know, a sometimes podcast called Back to the Island, where Perfect. we uh, are rewatching the TV show Lost, but we're watching it out of order, <laughs> which turns out is a very bad idea. Wait, when's the last time you've done this podcast? It's been longer than a year for sure. Okay, yeah. But we, we only have 20 episodes left to do. <laughs> Wait, why didn't I know about this? You're a podcaster, Chris. <laughs> I do some podcasting, yeah. Okay. But anyway, you are on the Lost uh, Wikipedia page, or not the Lost Wikipedia page, but the Lostpedia, the specific the Lostpedia, yeah. of course, <laughs> the specific right, Wikipedia yeah. for Lost. Did you know that? Yeah. Congratulations. I did. I did know that because they, we have a uh, a fan who like if you if you like want to know everything in the world about our podcast, <laughs> there's like more information than is out there for anything I've ever done. <laughs> there's there's yeah. information for this podcast. Anyway, on that podcast, we will often uh, say, we'll be talking about whatever and say, oh, play that whatever theme song. Like, play that Kate mm, yeah. uh, has a very good toned arms uh, theme song. Um, and, uh, and then one of us will inevitably have to make that song later and then edit it into the episode. So okay. those, those I guess are meant to be funny, but they are like only funny in very the specific context. context. Mm. Yeah. Well, I do feel yeah. like an idiot even asking you that question because the answer is that yes, you have. And I just didn't research. I did no research. <laughs> that's, that's, well, I, there's I, really, that's totally fine. I don't want that to be something that would be easy <laughs> for somebody to find. <laughs> I, I did. I went to your Wikipedia page today just to like, do some research and all it says is that you were born hot. I somebody just sent me that all today also like my my literal booking agent uh, texted that to me uh, and I was like wow the, the, my fans are really doing the work. Yeah, the fan brand, activism. The brand is really taking over. It's, you know, it has its own Hell life yeah. force and momentum. Um, life oh, yeah. force and momentum, something that perhaps is lacking the, from the movie Biodome. Do we agree? <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> Segway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about this movie, <laughs> Chris? Um, I was I was really taken aback by a few things. <laughs> Just like what the culture must have been like for a movie like this to have been yeah uh made <laughs> toxic i'd say yeah. toxic a toxic yeah. culture being like um, being someone who was born in like 1991 i like look back <laughs> at the 90s with like fondness and now i saw he's a this 90s kid and I, only 90s kids remember when richie was born that's true and now i look back now watching this movie i'm like i guess the 90s were a mistake <laughs> yeah well it, so it's really weird like it, from the beginning i was like Okay, so obviously this movie got made because Polly Shore was inexplicably, like, extremely famous at this yeah. time. Yeah. Because all, not only is, is it, like, all about, you know, centered around Polly Shore and uh, Stephen Baldwin, but everybody except for the scientists 
and like the adults or mm-hmm. whatever, they act, they, they just they act exactly like Polly Shore <laughs> acts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. They, they all are like doing the weasel kind of thing. And it's even, even their girlfriends, like when they're around them, they're like, Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, they yeah. talk in a, you know, a way that I would say is fucked up. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's it's right. <laughs> truly like it's, it's exhausting. It took it. It was like, I was at the gym working out, yeah. trying to watch yeah. this. <laughs> Yeah, and and now you don't have to go to the gym to work out have, exactly. because you watch this. I have abs, and I'm actually born hot. It's the twist. Whoa! Um, Were you a Polly Shore? About, oh, go ahead, tell me. Oh, oh, another thing I noticed about the movie was uh, very often something that is not funny mm-hmm. is happening, and the only <laughs> way that uh, it is like elevated in any way. I think maybe this was like something that they like scrambled in, in the edit was like, Oh, just put music behind it. Like weird. <laughs> weird like, yeah. 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 Or like when they're like, yeah. Running around all of a sudden there's like music. That's uh, ridiculous. And of course that's why you have me on the show because I noticed these kind of things with music. Whereas you guys, Probably didn't even, <laughs> couldn't even hear that. No, I, I, yeah, I thought that I only heard dialogue when I was watching this movie. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, th- yeah. I thought it was all just like things that were, what is it? Like diagetic sound or something? Is that a word? Okay, am I smart? Am I actually smart? Just, you know, like, the, Whoa. The, 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 <laughs> but then it takes someone born like, smart? Yeah, born, <laughs> born smart and hot. Um, it's, yeah. it's really, it's insane that I'm single. <laughs> no, we, we needed you, Chris Varon, to say, and that right there was a freaking base. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. That's yeah. one thing I do. I do like relate to that instinct because we famously have a soundboard here. Um, can you hear this? Oh yeah. yeah. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. Once the thing is, is once it's available to you, I feel like wonders, you yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta throw oh, it in yeah. there at every mm-hmm. fucking yeah. turn. It's a wonder that right. more movies don't have just random sound effects. Yeah. I think that's my yeah. dream job of just like, <laughs> I guess it's, it's not a Foley artist and it's not a sound effects guy. It's just someone who does them, you know, like, uh-huh. like my job would just be to go like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Hey Richie, why don't you try one out? What's your, what's your sound effect? <laughs> and Chris, what's oh, your wow, sound effect? Is. Oh boy, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. I didn't do my ow, ow, horny moment of the week. So our thing is we're doing an ow, ow, horny moment of the week for every mm-hmm. episode, okay. which is just a moment okay. of the, of the movie that made you a little horny. And okay. um, there's one that I, yes. there's one in this movie that I hope it isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you mean the sexual assault? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 that's right. Nope, nope, nope. That did not make me horny. I still, am, I, I mean, I guess the thing that made me horny I mean, this is a cop-out answer. It's just when Jack was singing, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to... Yeah. Th- no, well, Joey Adams, we did discuss, is very hot yes. in this. Um, what's your take on Chasing Amy? <laughs> Remember that movie? Oh, yeah, of course. I This this movie made me wonder, like, oh, what's she been up to? And, and not too much. No. I mean, yeah. In terms of acting, I mean, I'm sure she has, like, a wonderful life. I'm not <laughs> saying, like, her life is now meaningless because she's not in movies. But <laughs> yeah. she was in an episode of Grey's Anatomy, I noticed. And my wife is a great big Wait Grey's a Anatomy fan. 
My wife? Yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. Wait a minute. Okay, what if the, like a new thing just became that we just do Borat? I didn't even do it. I just said the words. Wait, my wife? <laughs> Wait, Wait your second, wife? My wife? <laughs> I hope you did not subject her to this horror of a film. Oh, no. She, she, is, uh, she has like a, a job. I famously just quit my job. Ew. Mm. <laughs> so nice. I'm out here on a Thursday. <laughs> I've been unemployed for two nice. and a half months and I couldn't be happier. <laughs> the thing is, Hell yeah. is that I've realized that Richie's like rich, I guess. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I have a lot of money yeah. saved up. And I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I worked at a law firm when I lived in Chicago and uh, just nice. knew that I didn't want to work right when I moved to New York. So. I'm like, what are you doing, Richie? Yeah. And he's like, watching videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I guess that's kind yeah. of you too, Chris, but you're like a, a rock star. How is it? I'm a big rock star. <laughs> what happens is I, um, I don't make any money for like two months when I'm at home and then I go on tour and I make all this money and then like right when I get home, I just think, I have so much money. And then I spend, <laughs> and then I spend almost all of it and then I, then for the next, you know, month or so, I just panic thinking, why did I spend all that money? I always forget that I don't make money when I'm on <laughs> tour. What are you spending all that money on, Polly Shore DVDs? <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. I do. I bought a blue ray for this one. Yeah. <laughs> you need to see yeah. it in high def. I forgot them. Yeah. I guess, I guess um, an ow, ow, horny moment of the week could unfortunately be that we see Stephen Baldwin's ass, even though it's not like, I'm like, ooh, yay, I love his ass. It's just like, you got to give it up for at, like boy ass in a movie, right? I don't know. I guess, but... but I guess you do got to give it, it up. If, if, I, if I have to, but um, in the context of the scene, he is uh, he's asking the guy to reach yeah. into his butthole and yes. pull out a key. Yeah, because he swallowed a key. <laughs> that makes, it, makes it me a little less horny because of that. Right. You know what? You know what? Fair. Fair point. Fair point. And the worst part is that when his when he does reach his hand all the way up there and pull out the key, they it's just a throwaway moment. Just a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richie. Yeah. Good one. No. <laughs> Pretty disgusting. Um, yeah, yeah no. I, I was I was surprised that Kylie Minogue was in this movie. I didn't remember that. Yeah. It was very surprising. Uh, also, yeah. Patty Hearst is also in this movie. <laughs> oh my God. This, I mean, I feel like I wonder, I mean, I wonder just uh, because I'm watching it and I'm going insane, just like, what does this script look like? And why does anyone say, yeah, I'll do that, <laughs> you know? Polly Shore, I think that's the only, that, that could only possibly be the only reason. Yeah. I actually, I actually read that like a bunch of people were auditioning for it. Um, at one point, they like Harlan Williams and, and Dana, Dana Gould yeah. uh, thought that they were wow. be the cast of it to the point where like the person who's directing the movie was like, "You guys are the cast members of it." And then the studio was like, "No, it's going to be Polly Shore." No, yeah, and Damn. like it was also I read a thing that it was maybe gonna. I think it was like it started off wanting to be like a part of the Bill and Ted like canon, like mm -hmm. Bill and Ted three, which I could kind of see. Oh you know, yeah, like dropping them in, but yeah, but but Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter know how to play like redeemable stupid people. Yeah, and Paul right. Shore and Stephen Baldwin cannot do that. Did yeah, you, that is for sure. <laughs> Chris, did you see this? Is this the first time you've seen this movie? No, I've no. seen it before, okay. long, long time ago. That's what I was saying. Um, like, another connection. 
Yeah. Another connection I have to this movie, sorry, uh, is uh, I used to be on a record label called Side One Dummy, and the mm-hmm. band that is yeah. playing at the festival, Wax, is owned by, or, or, or uh, the singer of that band owns Side One Dummy. Oh my <laughs> wow. God. That's really cool. So well, I was like, oh, should have had him on the pod. Joe. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> um, tell him to check it out. <laughs> you know what? And nothing yeah. against him, nothing against him. He did great. There's some good music, some good fun yeah, 90s think, music. I think the in soundtrack this. of this movie is actually really good. I would even say it slaps. It, it could slap. Oh my God, slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously the song that uh, Tenacious D sings is beautiful, gorgeous. Uh-huh. And this is, is, is this not their first uh, appearance as Tenacious D in a, in a yeah. movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is right. why we were like legally all. obligated to cover this and not just skip it, you know, which I would right, have right, loved right. to do. Were you like a um, yeah, stoner course. kid in, in you know, like high school and shit? Were you like, hey, yeah, I am freaking psychedelic and crazy. <laughs> that's what stoner kids yeah. say, right? I was so sick of hearing that in high school. <laughs> I'm so psychedelic and crazy. Um, no, I'm like, would you have connected with this? Like, as no. a, you know, no. I was not like, I was not like this in any way. I was, um. I guess, unfortunately, I will have to say I was emo. <laughs> you were emo, okay. <laughs> listen, yeah. and listen, and sometimes you're emo and that's okay. <laughs> that's right. What's the yeah. emo version of, because like all of these 90s movies are like 90s slacker comedies. Like, okay, okay, so I'm inventing a genre right now. There needs to be like the equivalent of that for, for emo kids. You know, like emo. Right. Well, there's like, there's like a fucking ghost world. Oh, true. I would think yeah. it's kind of Donnie like that. Darko. And like, okay. Yeah. Donnie Darko, like these like moody, mysterious movies that are essentially about nothing. That's but true. They, to teenagers, you're like, wow, it's, it's brilliant. It's all like ennui <laughs> and shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Fight I remember, club. Yeah. I remember like in high school, really loving Reservoir Dogs. Or no, not Reservoir Dogs. It's just something I want because of that movie. Um, Boondock Saints. <laughs> okay. The other the other moody. Norman oh, yeah. Reedus. That's his name, right? Norman Reedus? Yeah, yes. Boondock Saints. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hot. There's a documentary about the guy who made that movie. I recommend watching it. He's a psychopath. <laughs> okay. So, um, Chris, do you consider yourself a film connoisseur? <laughs> well, I do live in Hollywood and a lot of people... A lot of people don't know this. They actually do a lot of uh, filming uh, TV shows and movies around here. They oh, did no Cars 3. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Vroom, vroom. Uh, Griffin and, Newman and, uh, the Blank Check podcast famously said, uh, uh, Cars 2 makes Cars 3 look like Cars 1. Yep. <laughs> we love it. Shout out, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Chris, do you have any um, Hollywood dreams? you want to be in, a mov- in the movies? <laughs> Yeah, I figure I will eventually um, <laughs> be some sort of movie star. Like, it'll just kind of happen for me, like, without trying or anything. Like, I'll just know somebody, and then I'll just start, like, maybe I'll play, like, a villain in, like, some, like, really prestigious TV show. And then people will be like, wow, this guy was just, like, actually just, he was, before he was just this great musician, and now he's also this really great actor. Mm-hmm. And then you know I get what? all these sorts of movies and stuff, yeah. And you know who that reminds me of, Richie? Who? Who? So, Jack Black. Jack Black. I mean, Jack Black's wow. getting all of this attention off Tenacious D's kind mm-hmm. of throwing into movies, and they're like, wait a minute, two different things colliding here. Yeah. 
that you can yeah. have the Jack Black yeah. path. Okay, and now I'm thinking of something. Okay. Okay. Here's a pitch, Chris. Okay. It's you. It's Jeff uh-huh. Rosenstock. It's Biodome okay. 2, baby. <laughs> no, I love it. Name Great. a more iconic Great. duo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I love it. I'm in. What was your favorite part of this awful movie? Oh, oh, I, I had a part where I genuinely laughed and okay. I thought something was actually funny. I'm curious. Uh, <laughs> it, had, it, it was was something that happened on the on the TV when Taylor <laughs> yeah. Negron is watching, and it's a a yes. newscaster says that a, a a clown got shot, uh, and then they were like, "Let's let's watch that," where you can see the bullet going in and out, yeah. and then they like play <laughs> yes. it over, they like play it over and over again, and then the news cut, he cuts back to the newscaster, and he just goes. A clown. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was very funny. That was funny. That was pretty good. Yeah, that scene has like no... uh, Nothing to do with anything. Nothing to do with anything. And I think that's what makes it good. What's your take on Taylor Negron's character? Insane, no? (laughs) Um, Seemingly totally useless to the (laughs) plot or anything. And not even like necessarily like a comedic anything like like i you don't need a comedic relief in this movie or i mean uh, i mean we did but right right but uh yeah it just seemed like maybe he shared a manager with paulie shore or something why he was in this movie sure (laughs) he's like hey want to be a stepdad who wants to like fuck his daughter or whatever (laughs) right yeah cool yeah cool stuff yeah, he's sort of a yeah. jack of all trades in this. Uh, he's a stepdad who wants to fuck his stepdaughter, and he uh, also has a pizza delivery driver. <laughs> yeah, it's very multifaceted. I love when characters are fleshed man. out. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought it was funny. Speaking of Taylor Negron, mm-hmm. when uh, when they were about to close the thing up, and he and then he <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, "Oh, let me. Can I? Can I just get out of here real quick?" I thought that was that was also a genuinely funny moment of the movie yeah i mean i guess taylor negron's the funniest part of this movie i mean he's great yeah yeah we we love it i mean well did you did you catch jack though in the background of that shot before they cut to him just swinging his guitar around because if not i recommend you rewind you watch it again Oh no! Yeah, when when they're playing, yeah, when he's you can just, hear music playing, but he's just throwing his guitar around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like that. Oh, that's yeah, the good that shit. Great. That is the good yeah. shit. Really? Yeah, I want to know if the director like saw him doing that and was like, "I guess that's funny," or if he kept asking him not to do it and he <laughs> <laughs> refused to stop. Jack's a little rascal. Merle. Or maybe he was like, hey, can you just go crazy back there? Mm-hmm. This is a crazy... We're supposed to be making, like, I guess a crazy movie. Will you just, you know, <laughs> fuck I around think, back there? I think that is absolutely the mentality is, listen, we're supposed to be making a crazy movie here. <laughs> everyone, yeah. get, everyone get loose. Everyone get crazy. Ugh. Yeah. There's so many scenes that, like, seem like they could not possibly have been written down like yes. when they're in in the uh the butterfly room or whatever and they just kind of like they're just like running around and like throwing things around and 
but yeah. the, the, I guess the joke is that the guy doesn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you worked really hard on these butterflies and then these guys come and trash it and you're upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 a good point. Um, there's truly no intention or reason for most of the scenes. <laughs> yeah, and the, the main scientist guy, like who is you know supposedly the bad guy. Wait, the, did you watch the movie? Americans? No, is he okay. in that? No, my thing is that he's like a he's he's like a ripoff of Noah Emmerich, um, but not as good. Oh, uh, who's from okay. the Americans? Okay, guess no one on my that's podcast great. today is going to agree with me. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all right. Uh, I just I thought he he was a he's probably been in a lot of '90s movies. He looks so familiar to me, like, mm-hmm. and he always plays like a rich or like up uh, like uh, uh, snooty. Um, <laughs> type adult. of uh, uh yeah i'm looking adult villain I'm he looking, must have been in an adam sandler movie <laughs> i'm looking at his imdb page he's uh he's like the main bad guy in ghostbusters he's like the guy who works for the epa oh my god ghostbusters oh. stands are yeah, gonna the one kill who, us for not knowing that the one who uh dan Aykroyd <laughs> dan Aykroyd says like dickless over here turned off the thing and then that's funny. Uh, Bill, <laughs> Bill Murray. Uh, someone says, "Is that true?" And Bill Murray says, "It is true. This man has no dick." <laughs> <laughs> I love Great. when people are joking about dicks in movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me laugh. It makes it just makes me laugh. It just does. <laughs> that's funny. Love it. Well, I'm sorry we made you watch this. Um, no, hey, my pleasure. I'm glad to have been well, able to give you a platform to be on a podcast again. Thank God. Yeah, hopefully this gives you the the courage to uh, finish your Lost podcast. Yeah. It will. It will. This is really juicing me up. I can feel it kind of <laughs> I'm coursing through my veins. Hell yeah. And you know, yeah. I really do think that a Jack Black career is not inconceivable for you if you want it. Right. If you really want All it. Right. You're listen, okay. you're aligning with the right people. Me and Richie, big power <laughs> players in New York City. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. You'll become a bi-coastal, you know, elite. The bi-coastal elite. You know, that's the goal. That would be great. <laughs> that is the goal, for sure. <laughs> any, any last uh, thoughts on Jack and or this film? Jack's great. This movie sucks. <laughs> um, you were, you. I think you were about to ask me before, but I think I interrupted you if I had any relationship oh. uh, with Polly Shore. Yes. Um and really, my the only thing I think about now is when he was a guest on Hollywood Handbook, and <laughs> yes. how that was insane. <laughs> yep we 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 uh, we discussed that, yeah. Um, and yeah, then we right. realized we should have asked Sean and Hayes to be on the podcast, and you know we were stuck with you, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Sean will never do a podcast of mine. Hayes might though. Hayes is yeah, nice. There you go. Hayes is nice boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris, thank you Hell so yeah. much for coming on the show. Um, we do have to do one thank more you. quick thing. Um, oh. When we review the movies here, we, it's true. we give uh, we give it on a scale of a Jack Black scat. Um, and you'll love this because you're a musician, so you know how to scat. Okay. <laughs> you know, so okay. like, yep. Yep. Uh, so you know a typical Jack Black type of scat. We haven't reviewed the movie yet no. either. Um, uh, Chris, do you want to review first? Or do you want me to review and give you an example of what? Yeah, I would love that. Okay, please. cool. 
Um, so yeah, I would give this. Let's give a lit, let's give a litmus. To so give yeah, him like it, a, a it really good like, review. Like let's, let's. If it was pretend, like a good yeah. movie, you'd be like, I read it. Yeah. Perfect. And in which case, I give this movie. And that's it. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Great. 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 Do okay, I, should cool, I go? Cool. Should, Chris should be the last. Yeah, how about, yeah, I'll go last. Yeah, you go. Okay, so like if I were think, you know, if I could just give the review of like if the song the five needs my review of that song is scrabat do right? Um, <laughs> Chris, I'm a musician. Put me on a song. <laughs> That's um, good. That's thanks. really good. And my review of this film is. Scrat. <laughs> That's it. Scrat from Ice Age. Yeah. Oh, wow. Isn't that that, character, okay. that that guy's name in Ice Age? I don't know. <laughs> you know the one, Chris, the one with the big eyes that he's always trying to get the acorn? He's like a little weasel. Hey, speaking of weasel. The weasel. Um, I can't yeah. confirm that that character's name is Scrat. His name is Scrat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And Jack Black is in Ice Age, so we'll cover it. <laughs> and Scrat's yeah. significant others also named Scrat, but it has two T's and an E. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's a, a woman Scrat, and I, she's got tits. Just kidding. I don't think she knows. Okay, wow. Chris, what's your <laughs> okay, review? So I would say if Jack Black was not in this movie, it would just be utter silence. <laughs> but True. because he is... Uh, I would go, um, uh, I would go, Ooh, like a, like we're going like a guitar, like just truly so smooth. I could feel that you're a musician. <laughs> right, 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 right. It, it, like, you know, there's, there's things about this movie that you could say like, oh, they could have, they could have made this a good movie. So like, yeah. <sighs> But unfortunately, there is just too not much. enough. <laughs> not enough yeah. of the good things that could have been a movie. Too much of right. everything else. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Chris, this has been so Great. much fun. And thank you for, how do you feel? You're our inaugural resident rock star. I love it. I can't wait for all the other episodes that involve music with Jack Black. You know, I'm always available. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Chris. <laughs> and we will hit you up if no other rock stars are responding. <laughs> Would you like to plug anything? Would you like to, what do the people need to know? Oh, okay. So my record, Born Hot, is coming out uh, in, let's say, the autumn. Oh, um, the autumn. Okay. We'll be getting closer yeah. to that by the time this comes out. <laughs> closer yeah, to the autumn. yeah. yeah. And then I will be on tour forever, but uh, <laughs> specifically from like August 23rd till uh, October 4th. So go online. Hotguywithglasses.com, of course, Hot is my guy website. Hotguywithglasses.com. Sorry you yeah, couldn't take that. Because right. Richie does wear glasses and now he has bleached blonde hair, which means hot guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bet mm-hmm. he's seething with this jealousy. Yeah, I wasn't born <laughs> hot. I just got hot uh, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, well, that's nice. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. So Great. Check out those tour dates, guys. Go have a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you, Chris. Yeah, thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. And that's, oh, of course, yeah. Thanks for having me. And that's Jack. And and, and thank you for jacking off thank with us. Thank you for jacking off with us. Oh, wow. Well, thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the end. And that's the end. <laughs>